couldn't help it. I know you felt it. Green and white, white and green. Who are we the Celtics? Who are we the Celtics? All right, Celtics fans, we are back with another episode of Boston Celtics Game Day Recap. I'm your host, Guy Placido, and the Celtics beat the Los Angeles Lakers 126-115 in the Christmas Day matchup. Love to see it. This was an absolute roller coaster of a game if you're the Celtics. Uh, with that being said, we're going to dive into the, today's podcast. Same as usual, run through play of the game, run through some of the highs, some of the lows, and to get things started, want to give play of the game to Kristaps Porzingis. Unbelievable performance from him. 28 points, 11 rebounds, 2 assists, a steal, 2 blocks, 11 of 19 from the field, which is great. 3-point shooting, free throw shooting, could have been better. 2 of 8 from 3, 4 of 7 from 3. With that being said, Porzingis was doing a little bit of everything in this game. Had a really, really solid second half. Had 11 points at halftime, had an additional 17 in the second half. Really good third quarter from him as well. The Celtics outscored the Lakers 41-33. So third quarter has been an issue for this Celtics team for a good portion of this year. This road trip has been fantastic. Today, no exception. Outscored the Lakers 41-33 in that third quarter. Porzingis had 13 of the 41 points. Really solid quarter for him. Really solid game overall. This is a game where Porzingis was taking advantage of every mismatch possible. There were a lot of times where the Celtics were kind of isoing him on Austin Reeves. And there's a huge size mismatch there. And he took advantage of it all night long. Really solid game from Porzingis start to finish in this one. Defensively blocked LeBron at the rim. Love to see that. Had another block of LeBron in the third quarter. Uh, so this is just Porzingis playing all around basketball. Played 35 minutes. He was questionable coming into today's game. Uh, ended up playing clearly and it was all out. Played all out in this one. Really strong, strong performance. Both sides of the ball. Uh, defensively, obviously we talked about the two blocks, talked about the steal. Uh, but this was a game, especially early on. The Celtics outscored the Lakers 32-23 in this game. That first quarter, we saw Kristaps Porzingis kind of go into that hybrid Rob Williams free safety role where all of the other four guys matching matching up, Porzingis took the worst shooter and was kind of roaming that back line. And it, it really worked out. The Celtics played a really, really strong first quarter in this game. Uh, and more particularly, it was unbelievable first six or seven minutes. Kind of fell off a little bit towards the end of that. Uh, second quarter, kind of a disaster. Uh, but that first quarter for Porzingis was really solid on both sides of the ball. We didn't see the same free safety role for Porzingis the rest of the way through. Uh, but there were points in that third and fourth quarter where defensively, he had a couple of huge stops that led to transition buckets, too. This is a game the Celtics did get out in transition, and the Lakers could not keep up. A lot of it stemmed from big stops from Porzingis. A really good game from him overall. Uh, but again, similar to what we've seen in the past, like, couple weeks, this was a, a collective effort. Every single one of the starters, one through five, 18-plus points. And then you also 
have Peyton Pritchard contributing 10 off the bench. So you had a lot of guys step up, play really well in this game. Jalen Brown, uh, I'm not going to say he was the next best. I'm just going to go here because uh, I thought Jalen Brown in the beginning of this game was really good. Nine points in the first quarter, uh, and he was just getting to his mid-range over and over and over. Pull-up mid-range after pull-up mid-range. Played really well, had nine points in that first quarter. And then at about midway through the second quarter, LeBron James knees him right in the back. Comes out, doesn't play another minute in that second quarter. Uh, did end up starting in the third, uh, but it didn't really seem like he had the same gusto, I guess, going into that in the second half. Still, solid game from him overall. Uh, ended up with 19, which, again, is solid. But after nine in the first quarter, you'd like to see a little bit more from him. Uh, but again, you're not really going to knock him for getting hurt. Overall, great game. Three-point shooting, not quite there. Similar to Porzingis, free throw shooting, four of seven. You'd like to see those numbers a little bit better. Uh, but seven of 17, you know, it's fine. I think he did a good job of getting downhill. Still had another really nice dunk in this game. Great drive, hard dunk. Uh, but I think he did a good job rebounding, moving the ball defensively. I, th- I thought he was great. You, know, you look at the numbers, he did have three steals. I'm not going to sit here and say that that was the only reason he played well defensively. But if you look early on in this game, like he was defending LeBron. He was out there. He was playing against their best guys. Actually, I think he was actually defending Anthony Davis at some point. I think Drew Holiday early on in this game defending LeBron and you had Jalen Brown kind of switching on and off whether it be LeBron or Anthony Davis Jalen Brown took a lot of tough matchups in this one and I thought he fared pretty well so when you talk about Jalen Brown kind of vying for that all defense team these are the types of nights that stand out because you have him playing against two very very good basketball players in LeBron and Anthony Davis. And defensively, I thought he played great through the large majority of this game. Uh, so really good for him. Really solid game overall. Drew Holiday, honestly, was probably the next most impressive. This was this was one of Drew Holiday's best games. And it wasn't his highest scoring game, but I think the overall impact was huge. 18 points, 7 rebounds, 7 assists. Love to see both of those numbers high. A steal, a block, super efficient. 7 of 10 from the field, 3 of 5 from 3. That's what you want to see, right? We know Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, those are going to be the two guys. They're going to take a lot of shots. So if you can fill in, and I've said this in the past too, Derek White is a perfect example of this, uh, but if you have guys that can score at a pretty decent clip on a super efficient scale, it, is, it just sends this team into a different stratosphere as far as offensive efficiency goes. 7 of 10 from the field from Drew Holiday. Fantastic offensive basketball. And we know what we're getting from him on the defensive side. Really, really good game from him. Derek White, right there with him. 18 points, 2 rebounds, 11 assists, 2 steals, 2 blocks. Really good game. Again, I feel like I don't even need to say that anymore because Derek White just continues to do it over and over and over again. Uh, This is a game Derek White really kind of took off 
in that second half. Only had six points at halftime. Uh, ended up with 12 uh, in that second half. 18 overall. Good game. Right? This is what you want to see. It's what you really want to see. Love that for him. The other guy that I haven't talked about from the starting lineup, at least, Jason Tatum. And I'm not doing that to slight him in the it, at all. I'm not doing that to slight him at all. Unbelievable game. I thought this was one of his more creative games. Uh, I do think I'd like to see the efficiency up a little bit. 25 points, 8 rebounds, 7 assists. Great numbers, right? 6 of 15 from the field. Not great. 1 of 6 from 3. Not great. However, 12 of 13 from the free throw line. Why I say some of it's not great is a lot of those free throws came from him being fouled on three-point attempts. And I've said it a bunch of times on this podcast, I'm not a huge fan of the Jason Tatum pull-up or step-back three because it's just not an efficient shot. Tonight, I think he took advantage of the fact that the Lakers really want to contest that shot. And he had guys flying up into him. They were guarding him aggressively all night long. So give Jason Tatum a little bit of credit here. The shooting splits, not great. But if you're going to the free throw line 13 times, that is fantastic basketball regardless. So you love to see that. 41 minutes in this one. He played a lot. A lot. But he was a plus 10 in the minutes he was out there. Really good basketball overall. Peyton Pritchard, good game. Okay, let's uh, let's rephrase that a little bit. Really, really good second quarter. Uh, in the first quarter, he was 0 for 2 from the field uh, in a couple minutes. Played a lot in the second quarter. He went on a 10... 10- a 10-point stretch where every single point came from Pritchard. Couple threes, layup, looked great. Right? 10 points, two rebounds for Peyton Pritchard in this one. Four of eight from the field, two of six from three. All of that, all of the points came in that second quarter. So he just disappeared. Only played 13 minutes in this one, and this was a game, again, they didn't really rely on the bench a lot. Even Al Horford only played 23 minutes. Sam Hauser played 15. Neither, None of them particularly helpful in this game. Uh, didn't do a ton. Peyton Pritchard, I thought, played pretty well, especially in that second quarter. Outside of that, didn't really get on any run. Played zero minutes in the third quarter. Came in a little bit. Played in the fourth. Uh, but again, didn't really do too much. Overall, this is a good game for the Celtics. Yeah, you hate to see. I'm going to talk about the Celtics kind of blowing that massive lead. But this is a game the Celtics built up an 18-point lead. And it was because they were super aggressive getting to the rim. They shot the ball well. They were defending at a very, very high level. And I'm not going to say all of it disappeared uh, when the Celtics gave up that 18-point lead and ended up going down by two. Because I don't think that was the case. I think they had a lot of wide-open shots in this game. They created a lot of open looks. They weren't hitting them. And make-miss league is a saying that, you know, typically is said more than it should be because at some point you need to give some credit to the defense. 
this is a game that defensively, the I mean, the Lakers were fine. I don't think it was a good game. I don't think it was a horrible game. But I think that there were a lot of points in this game where the Celtics did such a good job moving the ball, and it led to open shots. They just weren't falling. And you could see it in the percentages too. 31% from three, not good. Like, not good at all. With that being said, there were a lot of areas that the Celtics excelled in. And I think defensively at times, they buckled down. We held them to 23 points in the first, held them to 25 points in the fourth. Those are the two biggest points of any game, the start and the end, right? The in-between, 34 points in the second, 33 in the third, not ideal, right? But offensively, the Celtics stepped up in those points, right? It's a good game. It's a great win, right? It wasn't perfect. So I want to talk about some of the negatives here. Before I do that, I want to take a quick break for a word from our sponsors. If you're looking to buy or sell in the near future, meet Deb Burke, your trusted realtor at Compass Real Estate, serving Massachusetts and New Hampshire. With a passion for finding dream homes, Deb is committed to making your real estate journey a breeze. Whether you're buying or selling, Deb's got your back. Reach out today at 978-930-4621 or email deb.burke at compass.com to start your next chapter. Let's turn your real estate dreams into reality. Are you tired of insurance options that leave you feeling lost in the dark? Look no further than Joe Lyman of Brightway Insurance. Joe goes above and beyond to find the perfect coverage for you. So whether it's homeowners, renters, car, commercial, or even pet insurance, Joe will make sure you're protected where and when it matters most. Contact Joe at joe.lyman at brightwayinsurance.com today and let him brighten your path to peace of mind. So whether you're driving, working out, or just relaxing, make sure to check out Joe Lyman at Brightway Insurance. Brightway Insurance, your beacon in the world of insurance. Hey, Boston Celtics fans, are you ready to experience the thrill of an epic game at the TD Garden? Look no further than SeatGeek, your go-to source for the best Celtics tickets in town. With SeatGeek, finding the perfect seats to catch all the Celtics action has never been easier. From courtside to the nosebleeds, they've got it all, and they've got it at the best prices. Plus, they even rate every deal on a scale of 1 to 10 to help you find the best value. But here's the deal. When you use the special promo code VSN, you'll get an exclusive discount. So why pay more when you can use VSN and save on your Boston Celtics tickets? All right, so let's talk through some of the negatives here. I'll keep this section fairly short. It's Christmas. We don't want to talk negative here. With that being said, a couple things from today's game. We talked about letting the foot off the gas a couple times on in the second quarter, particularly, right? So I think that was where a lot of the damage was done, outscored by eight in that quarter. Uh, a lot of it comes down to the Celtics not hitting shots. A lot of it comes down to Jalen Brown getting hurt. A lot of it comes down to poor minutes from Kata. And Kata played seven minutes in this one. In those seven minutes, he was a minus 10, right? That says it all. Right, And I know you cannot go off of single game plus minus. A lot of the times it can be very jarring and not really a good eye test. But if you look at the way that the game was flowing when he was out there, Anthony Davis torched him. 
There are a couple of plays in this one. Anthony Davis has his back to Kata, spins right around him. Easy, easy baseline finish. Not what you want to see. Kata has been on a stretch of playing really good basketball, and I've given him a lot of credit. Tonight was not his matchup, and there's a reason he only played seven minutes in this one. Cornette was available, and I'm kind of surprised we didn't see any of him. But with the way Kate has been playing, I think it made sense, even if he was questionable coming into today's game, uh, that you kind of just rest him a little bit more. I don't think there's a, a big difference between Kata and Cornette at this point. I think Kata, a little bit more athletic, uh, but this is a game I think AD was just too athletic for Kata to keep up with them. And I think we saw that a lot tonight. He didn't really rebound the same way he has in the past. Uh, he certainly couldn't defend the same way uh, that he has in the past. Three fouls in this one, too, in seven minutes. You know, I've talked about him, you know, not being able to stay on the floor because of foul trouble, and this is a really good example of that. Really just not a not a good game at all from Kata. I'm not going to sit here and say that it was just him. Again, I talked about shots not falling. Defensively, I think the third, second and third quarters, the Celtics did not translate any of their defense into offense. They stopped pushing the ball the same way they were in the first. A lot of those points early on came out in transition, and it might not have been a fast break point, but they pushed the ball. They The pace was fantastic, and they ended up getting mismatches because of how fast they got back. And that led to a lot of open or easier shots based off of mismatches. So when the Celtics pushed the pace early on in this game, the Lakers couldn't do anything about it. That slowed down. And it slowed down primarily because on the defensive end, they weren't getting all the stops that they wanted. They were giving up easy buckets to Los Angeles. And when you're giving up easy buckets, it's harder to get out in transition. It's harder to push the pace. And we saw a lot of that in that second and third quarter. And it was the reason that the Lakers were able to go on such big runs late in this game. You look, they went on a 9-0 run to end the first, uh, and they went on another huge run in the second and the third. And it went from an 18-point lead all the way down to a two-point deficit. So that's a 20-point swing over the course of, you know, let's call it 14 minutes. You don't like to see that. A lot of it stems from the defensive end. It wasn't a perfect game. There were stretches of brilliance, but there are still some areas of improvement. And if you're the rest of the NBA, that has to just be so goddamn scary because this team is on a roll, right? 23-6, and six, best record in the NBA right now, at least percentage-wise. Minnesota, 22-6. and six. So a game, uh, you know, a half game behind us just because we've played one more game than they have. That's it. But the Celtics continue to play at a really, really high level. And I know there are games that are extremely frustrating. That loss against, you know, Golden State, very frustrating loss. At this point, they have played 29 games and only lost six. You know, if you go back to 2008, when the Boston Celtics won their NBA Finals, they were 66-16. and 16. 
The Celtics are on pace to be pretty damn close to that. Pretty damn close. That Celtics team in 2008 lost tough games, right? And it was one of the best teams that I have watched in NBA history. You know, obviously you look back at the the Warriors, I think it was 73 and 9. I believe that was the record that they had set. But that 2008 Celtics team was special. And we're watching that. We're watching someone on pace to do something pretty damn close. I think they're on pace for 64 wins at this point. That is so impressive. And there are still people that want to complain about it. And I want it to stop. This Celtics team is so good. What we're watching right now is such good basketball. And it needs to be applauded. Uh, that's where we're going to wrap things up. Don't want to go too far on Christmas, too long on Christmas Day. Enjoy the rest of your days. Hope Santa, the family, everything was good. Have a great rest of the night, Celtics fans. We'll talk soon. Yeah, you couldn't help it. I know you felt it. Green and white, white and green. Who are we the Celtics? Who are we the Celtics? Who are we the Celtics?